Let me know if you can relate to this. Do you find that there are just so many tools out there around content creation and content marketing and making all types of digital media that it's a little overwhelming? Or maybe you've thought to yourself, I know there's a lot of good tools out there that are probably pretty useful, but I don't really have a lot of money to invest in them, nor do I have a lot of time to be able to invest in learning how to use these new tools. Maybe you're like me and you just want it to be easy and simple and also hopefully free. <laughs> so that's something I want to touch on today by covering what I would deem the top five free tools for podcasters, content creators, and online entrepreneurs. Check it out. Hey, what's going on? Jordan Taylor here, and welcome to another episode of Starta, where we are all about empowering young business-minded entrepreneurs to help them build or grow their brand or business using mostly online tools. So let's just get right into today's video. Content creation. We know it's the thing that we should be doing, especially in the current times and circumstances, but it is super easy to get overwhelmed, especially if you have watched any of the other videos here on YouTube, or if you're listening to this on uh, Spotify or iTunes, then, or Apple Podcasts rather, you'll, you've probably heard of some of the steps and the processes to go through in order to create online content, and it seems a little bit daunting. But to know which tools are going to be able to help you best in each step involved in this, I find it's easy to break everything into three steps. And I have found the easiest three-step system to break this down into is planning, production, and promotion. So all the tools I'm going to cover today fall into one of those three categories. The first one being planning. And it sounds super self-explanatory, but this is the step that most people miss. For me, the tool that I like to use for this step planning is the Google ecosystem, specifically Google Drive. In Google Drive, you have docs, so you can make the equivalent of a Word document, but it's all cloud-based. So you can actually have it on your phone. I have it here, actually my notes for this particular video on uh, my phone here uh, that synchronizes with all my devices. So whether it's a phone, a tablet, uh, a computer, Mac, PC, doesn't matter. Google is compatible with everything. So what I like to do when I'm planning some type of uh, launch of whether it's a YouTube video like this or a podcast like this, or it's something else. So. Side example, I'm launching uh, a musical album uh, next month, or maybe this month by the time this comes out. But either way, end of June is when that will be launching. And I did all of my planning in a combination of Google Docs and Google Sheets. So this is why I say to use the entire Google ecosystem because it is all synced. And you can sync it whether you have Apple, Android, Mac, PC, whatever. You can synchronize everything in there and it's very easy to organize. So I plan all the content I'm going to put out. I throw it everything into a Google Doc. I organize all my thoughts, usually in point form because I like to just kind of ramble. <laughs> but I organize everything in a Google Doc and then I map out when I want to do things either by using a combination of Google Tasks and Google Calendar or if I'm feeling extra ambitious, then I'll throw everything into a Google Sheets document where I can actually drag and, and move the dates around and kind of keep everything organized that way. So I find that to be the easiest way 
to go through the planning stage. Get all your thoughts down in point form or in full length form. Another cool feature about the Google Doc specifically is that it has voice typing enabled, which is super awesome and it's usually pretty accurate. And if it doesn't get the word exactly right, you can just quickly go in and switch it. And it'll stay on as your, hmm, ha, wait, what am I gonna say? Super easy to do. So that's the first step. Planning using the Google Drive or Google ecosystem. Then moving on to production. Now, depending on the type of content you're making, right? If you're making video content, your production is basically going to be like what I'm using right now, my phone. You can also use a camera if you have access to a camera as well. There's a vast array of different mediums you can use to create video. If you're going to be making Instagram content or any kind of digital photo content, depending. If you're looking to do more social media like Facebook, Instagram, posts, memes, that kind of stuff, I recommend using Canva. Canva is a free software. It's a combination of different graphic design elements that you can incorporate. It also has a lot of extensions that you can pair with as well, one of which I'll talk about a little bit later. So if you're looking to kind of create more graphic media, right, I would say Canva. You can also create thumbnails for videos in Canva. You can create Instagram posts in Canva. You can also create album covers. You can create media kits. You can create email templates. They have so many different things. I probably can't even cover them all. To be honest, I probably don't know them all, but I've used them for all of those things that I just mentioned. You also have the ability to save your designs. You can download them. You can also modify other things. You can share them. You can create teams on Canva as well, so you can collaborate with other people and they can kind of go in, modify, share it back with you. It's 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 really, truly amazing and it's free. They do have a pro version available, but I find you can get a lot done with the free version as well. So that's for graphic content. If you are in the audio space, right? I can't talk about this program enough. I've made at least two other videos where I've talked about it or two other episodes is Anchor, anchor.fm. What it is, is it is a podcast production platform that allows you to produce your content in there. It also allows you to edit your content in there. It also allows you to distribute your content and promote and analyze your content. Check all your analytics and all of that. So... Anchor is super, super, super powerful. Also, super, super free, which is amazing. There's no paid version. All the features are unlocked in the software. It is an app that you can get on your phone. It is also a web-based platform that you can use on your computer's browser, Mac, PC, doesn't matter. You can use it on any type of operating system that you can think of. It's super easy and intuitive to use. I've done an entire video on using Anchor to create a podcast. If you want to check out that episode, uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, I will leave a link in the description below, or you can just head on over to starter.ca, head to the blog, and check out uh, Start a Podcast on your phone. And I would say that would cover the majority of your uh, your production phase, with the possible exception of being actually creating something directly via like an Instagram Live or a Facebook Live or a YouTube Live or something like that, as well as releasing your podcast or your YouTube video or your 
Instagram posts, whatever, on those platforms as well. But that is actually going to bring us into our next segment, which is promotion. So once you've actually created your content, then you're actually going to go into the promotion phase and getting your content out to people. So the first free tool I want to talk about is Facebook's Creator Studio. What this does, and I've talked about this in a whole other separate video as well. I'll be sure to link to it. And if you're listening to this episode on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you can go and check out the previous episodes where I've spoken about this as well. Or like I said, go to started.ca, check out the blog. Facebook's Creator Studio is super cool because it allows you to schedule upload your content to Facebook as well as Instagram. For those of you who don't know, Instagram is owned by Facebook, so you are able to manage your content pretty much from beginning to end as well as analytics from within Facebook's Creator Studio. Now, full disclosure, the analytics are a little bit heavier in the Facebook side than on the Instagram side, as Instagram, they do have their analytics uh, within their app that they tend to lean more towards. But you do get some insights into your Instagram as well. So for example, I was able to ascertain that the largest percentage of my followers are active at midnight on Tuesdays, which is a weird time, but that is apparently when my followers are most active. You can also find sound effects to use royalty-free music on Facebook's Creator Studio, which I didn't know until I was actually doing the tutorial that I had put up. So that's super cool. And I was actually using another free tool before called Buffer, and I was always recommending Buffer to everybody because it allowed you to implement Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter all into one space. However, it did have some limitations. For me personally, I don't get as much traction on Twitter, so I usually share my other content. So whether it's my YouTube video or one of my blog posts, I will share that to my Twitter as opposed to creating Twitter specific content. And for those reasons, I didn't need buffer for Twitter. The other limitation that I came across because I was using the free version of the platform was that you could only schedule 10 pieces of content in advance. Whereas on Facebook Creator Studios, from my personal experience with it, I have had no upload limitations there. And also going back to the Google ecosystem for a second, uh, speaking of YouTube, you can also schedule upload your content in YouTube as well. So that kind of covers Facebook's Creator Studio for the sake of this video. Check out the other episode if you want to know more. And the last thing I kind of want to talk about, the fifth tool I want to talk about, and again, free for a certain period of time, but as you're starting out, it is a great tool and will cover you for probably the first big chunk of your journey is MailChimp. Now, what MailChimp is, is MailChimp is a email marketing platform and they also have a lot of other integrations things like Shopify they also have integrations with Canva which I mentioned as well earlier so you can design your email to look all super pretty in Canva and then you can actually release it to an email list in MailChimp. MailChimp is super great because they allow you I believe it's up to 2,000 it's either 2,000 or 2,500 contacts and you can also create landing pages 
pages with MailChimp. That's actually where I have hosted some of my free PDF guides that I give away. I'm actually going to be making a new one. So stay tuned to the end of this episode to hear more about that. But I've created landing pages with MailChimp. I manage my email list through MailChimp. And you can also schedule release your email campaigns, right? And that may sound like it's a little bit more advanced, but I assure you it is very easy to do to import email addresses so that way you can have a customer base to connect with on a regular basis apart from just using social media. As they say, apparently email marketing is still the ideal way to sell digitally as opposed to through social media. Not to say that you can't, but speaking in terms of the numbers, it's still not quite at where email marketing is at currently. So that is essentially it for the tools that I personally not only recommend, but also use to create basically anything uh, when it comes to content, whether that's audio content, video content, Instagram content, or email content. These tools kind of cover everything. I also talked about how if you are an artist, you can also use these tools as well. Uh, some other bonus tools that I would encourage you to use would be some type of website platform like a Squarespace or a Wix. If you're going to be getting into the drop shipping world, you can use something like Shopify. Uh, you can also incorporate e-commerce on some things like Wix and Squarespace. Those are the few that I tend to recommend the most. But that is going to cover the vast majority of your process from the planning stage to the production stage all the way to the promotion stage. Now, I have spoken about a in-depth process on how to create. I mentioned podcasts specifically, but it could apply to any type of content really, right? Which is going to start with those three phases. Now, if you want a little bit more of a tangible way to remember that system, A, you can listen to the episode where I speak about that, or you can watch it if you're watching this here on YouTube, or you can also check out a free guide that I'm going to put down below. So previously, I put out a free guide where I actually teach you how to come up with the perfect business idea or the perfect content idea for your online brand or for your business. Now what I want to be able to do is I want to be able to offer you a free three-step guide where I'm actually going to go in depth about these three steps. And again, they are planning, production, and promotion, the three Ps. So if that is something you are interested in, please check out the link in the description below. If you're watching this on Instagram, check out the link in my bio. If you are listening to this episode on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or any podcasting platform, then go to starta.ca. I will leave a link. Very, very easy to find. So all you have to do is input your email, tell me where to email it, and I will send it to you. There's no strings attached. There's no cost to it. Just my gift to you because I'm a big believer in providing content and resources to empower people to build and grow their brand or business online. And that is yet another way, right? That is also something I'm going to actually be using Canva to design and then uh, MailChimp to help me distribute. So I'm really practicing what I preach here and I, I genuinely use these tools for everything that I do with regards to content. 
So that being said, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Leave a comment below, leave a like, follow on all of the platforms, do all the things because that is going to let me know what type of content is truly useful for you. And, and if you would like to give me any type of feedback, again, leave me a comment or you can send me an email at jordan at starter.ca. I want to hear from you. Hopefully you enjoyed this week's episode. I can't wait to see you on the next one. Cheers.